return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Yes, Lord. Can, can we just close our eyes wherever we are? Shala branda soko paradisa da so mirakasira. Yes, Lord. Mirakabaso miradabasaya. Lika rando so milakurande bisina la krubasaira hasa. Rika rando so mirakapandis kubra da saire de ho saire de ho. Shala bada 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 baso mirakos kumbranda sadabaha. Father, we give you praise. Jesus, how lovely you are. You are so gentle, so pure, and so kind. Yes, Lord. You shine like the bright morning star. Yes, Lord. Jesus, how lovely you are. Jesus, yes, Lord, how lovely you are. You are so gentle, so pure, and so kind. You shine like the bright morning star. Jesus, how lovely. Just sing it with in your spirit. So, Jesus, how lovely you are. You are so gentle, so pure, and so kind. You shine like the bright morning star. Yes, Lord. Jesus, how lovely you are. You've got times and seasons in your hands. Yes, worship God. You call for light out of darkness. Yes, Lord. You don't need a man to be the God you are. But you have chosen 
to call me your own. You've got times and seasons in your hands. Karandos komarabasaya. You call for light out of darkness. You don't need a man to be the God you are. But you have chosen to call me your own. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You know, sing it, sing it with me. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God from beginning to the end. And there's no place. Can you pray in the spirit right now? Can you pray? Can you pray somebody? Can you pray wherever you are? Just pray, just pray, just pray, just give him thanks, just glorify his name. For we are in the presence of the Holy Ghost. We are in the presence of God. We came to meet God. We came to meet God. We came to encounter Him. Can you pray? Can you pray, somebody? Can you pray? Can you lift up praises unto Him right now? Can you adorn his name right now? Can you adorn his name right now? For there is none like him and none can be compared unto him. Hasn't the Lord been so good unto us? He has seen us from January to December. Today is the first of December. Hasn't the Lord been so good unto us? Hasn't the Lord been so good? He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Oh, the Lord has been so good unto us, our families, our friends. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. We give you glory. Father, we thank you, the Lord. We are even in the month of December. 
Father, we thank you that you've seen us through. Many people wanted to see today, but they didn't see. But God, here we are. Father, here we are in the month of December. Lord, you've been so good. Father, Lord, you've been so good. We'll be ungrateful not to express our gratitude towards what you've done for us. Father, this evening, I agree with the saints here. And Lord, we say we thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Father, as you've always been speaking to us, Lord, speak to us tonight once more. Father, Lord, may our hearts be fertile as fertile soil in the mighty name of Jesus. May your word fall on our hearts and germinate and grow and bear fruit. Father, we pray, Lord, and we bring every spirit here under your subjection. By the time we are done, Lord, may there be deliverance, may there be encounter in the mighty name of Jesus. May your people experience you like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, we've prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. So, before I begin, I want to appreciate Pastor Dave Mamajini. I want to appreciate Pastor Randen. And I want to thank the entire leadership for this great opportunity given me to share the word of God with you. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to share with you on the topic, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, Jesus. Oh, she or he didn't hear you. Tell your neighbor, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to share with you, Jesus. I was really praying and asking God what he wants me to share with the church. I was amazed when he told me Jesus. Let's open our Bibles to the book of John chapter 14. You are Alpha and Omega. Rakapando Sobraska. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This was a time when Jesus was preparing to leave. And he was decoding a lot of mysteries to his people. He was telling them a lot of things that would happen and things that, that have occurred and the fact that he needs to go. And his people were not really I mean, happy because they've seen all the things that God, Jesus, had done for them. They had seen the many miracle signs and wonders that he had performed. They've seen the many healings that Jesus Christ had performed in his ministry. And they were aware of the fact that Jesus would, grad, would always reiterate this statement. That he's, he's come, there's coming a kingdom. There's coming a kingdom. There's coming a kingdom. And they were expectant of that kingdom. And they even thought that that kingdom was a physical kingdom that would be established. But they didn't, hardly did they understand that it was actually a kingdom that Jesus was talking, that was not common and familiar to the kingdoms of men. So, being with them, when he realized that it was time for him to go, the verse 1, the Bible says that, can you go to the verse 1 for me of John chapter 14? John chapter 14 verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Because they were troubled. They were, they were disturbed. You know, it's like you, you've been with someone, you love the person so much, you've had wonderful time and communion with the person. You've had wonderful fellowship with the person and now the person tells you, 
it's time for me to part ways with you. It's time for me to leave. They were scared. Because they knew that even if something is about to happen, they knew the things that Jesus had done. They knew what Jesus is capable of doing. They felt secured in his arm. They felt secured around him. They always wanted to hear the words of wisdom that came from him. But he said, it's time for me to leave. So he said, do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. For in my father's house are many dwelling places or many homes. If it were not so, I would not have told you. For I am going away to prepare a place for you. So whilst he was having that discussion with them, then in the verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? How can we know the way to where you are talking about? Because now you are saying you are going. You are going to prepare a place for us. There is a wonderful place you've been talking about. Walking with you through the book of Matthew chapter 5, you realize that Jesus had been talking about a kingdom. A kingdom, a kingdom. This is the kingdom life. This is how you are supposed to live your life in this kingdom. Within that kingdom there is no sickness. Within that kingdom there is no sorrow. Within that kingdom there is liberty. Within that kingdom there is healing. Within that kingdom there is mercy. Within that kingdom there is forgiveness. Within that kingdom there is fullness of joy. Now you say you are leaving us to that kingdom. What is the way to that place? Beloved, you know, our hearts are mostly troubled because of the many things that are going on in this world. Now, I've heard that now even the COVID, there is another strain that has been discovered or another variant. And mostly when we hear all these things, it troubles our hearts and we are scared. Because whenever we hear death, everybody is afraid. No one wants to die. So we always want to find a way where we can be secured. So whenever now people get out, they are afraid to talk to somebody. They are afraid to shake somebody. They are afraid to even commune with people because they've heard that there's another strain or there's another variant that has been discovered. Now when you turn, when you turn on the television, everything that you see are things that trigger fear. But in the midst of these, in the midst of this chaos, these uncertainties, in the midst of this fear and all these things, I want to tell you something. There is one way. There is one truth. There is one life. That's what I came to communicate to you. I don't care what the media tells us. I don't care what people think. All that I care, all that I see, is one person. Jesus. Beloved, this is a time where you're supposed to cling to God through Jesus like never before. Because, you know, in the midst of these things, Jesus has given us the template, the pattern. He has given us the ways how we can survive and live and still dominate and still be radiant and still lead people unto him. Because if you are scared, how can you go and tell people about Jesus? If you are scared, how can you go and share the love of God with somebody? If you are afraid, how can you reach people with the gospel of Christ? Because you are supposed to be the people of hope. You are supposed to be the people who show hope. When people see us, they are supposed to be at peace. But now, if we are scared, how will the world be secured? Because while the world is saying things are going bad, they are supposed to see us and have that hope, and have that peace, and have that joy, that there is still a light at the end of the tunnel, and things can change. The disciples were scared. They were troubled. And he said, I want to show you some key three things that you need to know. If you know these three things, that is all you are done. The first thing is that if you want to enter my kingdom, 
If you want to enter into that kingdom of God, if you want to enter into the realm of God, if you want to enter into that place where God is the king of the universe and in him there is that fullness of joy, the first thing you must understand is that I am the way. There's no other way. You can't use any other way. So I decided to check for the meaning of way. And it was very interesting, certain things that I discovered. The first thing I discovered about the way is method. Method. So you realize that if you are doing, if you are a scientist, or even if you are doing any research, or you are doing anything, there are some methods you are supposed to put in place. If you don't follow the, the method, it will be difficult for you to achieve the results you are looking for. So he says that I am the method. If you don't use me, if you don't pass through me, if you don't use the method Jesus, there's no way you are going to enter the resting place of God. There's no way you're going to enter into the peace of God. There's no way you're going to enter and experience the hope and the joy that comes through him. He is the method. It's not any other book. It's not any other philosophy. It's not any other motivational speaking. It is Jesus. If you want to thrive in these times, in this dispensation, Jesus is the method. He is the process. Another name, another synonym for way is process. You know, before you can achieve something, they must go through certain processes. Even when you eat food, before energy will be released, it goes through various processes. Before when you turn on your ignition, before the car would move, it goes through certain processes. If you want the process that will lead you to God, if you want the process that will lead you into Christ, if you want the process that will let you stay at peace and be at peace, whilst everybody is confused and perplexed with the complexities of this life, I want to I submit Jesus to you. Jesus is the process. Jesus is the procedure. If you don't use that procedure, you never get the results. If you don't use that procedure named Jesus, you will never enter that place. You know, we want to experience God. We want to have that revelation that comes from Him. We want to see Jesus. We want to have angelic visitations. We want to radiate the light of God into this world. But beloved, I want to submit to you, there is no way you can talk about God. There is no way you can see God. There is no way you can experience the things that is in the kingdom of God. There is no way you can see Him. If you don't use Jesus. Everything is Jesus. He is the system. He is the technique. He is the road. So now if I want to come to this place. I need to use some road to this place. If I don't don't use that path. If I don't use that road. It will not be possible for me to see. Or for me to get to this destination. So for me to be able to come to holy life, then I need to know the road that leads to holy life. My ignorance of the path or the road that leads to holy life will lead to me going opposite where I'm supposed to use. If you want to enter his kingdom, if you want to see him, if you want to experience him, it is Jesus. He is the strategy. Now people are, people are looking for strategies with which we can survive. 
We are looking for strategies with which, which we, can, we can escape this whole pandemic and this whole virus and this whole thing going on. Now, some people are thinking about virus. Others are thinking about war. Other people are thinking about... Many things are happening. But can I submit to you, the strategy to winning this battle in this world is Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't use this method, there's no way you're going to win. When you read the book of Numbers chapter 21, verse 8 to 7, the Bible said, The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and leave. Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live because there was a time where they were bitten by snakes and most of them were dying. So they were scared because their, 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 their principles, their methods, their procedures, their systems, everything was collapsing. Nothing was happening. They had all their, I mean, their scientists and all the people who could administer, I mean, medicine and all those types of Science was failing. Medicine was failing. Everything was failing. But then, Jesus told them that, you know, let me tell you, you want the answer to the sickness, to the pandemic that is happening. Medicine is good. But I want to tell you, make a snake and put it up on a pole. All that they needed was the system, the procedure, the technique, the strategy that comes from God, and that was Jesus. Hallelujah. There was a time in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15 to verse 24, the Bible talks about a time where King Jehoshaphat, who lived in Judah and Jerusalem, was informed that they were besieged by the enemy. And looking at their capacity and who they are, they realized that if they're supposed to go on their own, they are going to fail. Because they started making counts of the many people that they had, the soldiers, the, the, the chariots they have, everything, and they realize that comparing them to their enemies, they are totally outnumbered. They are going to fail. They are going to die. So in the midst of this, Joseph first turned to the Lord and he prayed. He just told him, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. Jesus acknowledged the fact that or God acknowledged the fact that the army was very vast. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Beloved, we are the light of this world. And last time I preached, I talked about the fact that this whole battle we are going through as children of God. It's not because of us, but it's because of the light in us. Because the devil is darkness, he wants to do whatever it takes to overpower light. But it is impossible. It can never happen. So whatever he can do to frustrate Christians and frustrate the system so that they will give up their hope and give up the light so that he can come and fill them, he will do. So whatever the devil is doing, it's not because you are beautiful or it's not because of who you are, but it's because of what is in you and that is Jesus. Because he says that I am the, he says that I am the light of the world. And in Matthew chapter 5, he also told us that we are the light of the world. And that's so then we get to understand that if Jesus is the light and we are the light, that means that we are shining and we are the light because there's a light in us that shines through us. And that is Jesus. So Jesus, God told them, this battle you are, you are fighting, it's not your fight. It is mine. 
can, if you can get to that point where we understand that whatever we are going through, the challenges we are going through, it is not our fight, but the fight of God. And we will leave it all to Him for Him to use His own strategies, His own procedure, and His own method. Then there can be victory. See that tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up to pass to the pass of this, and you will find that you find them at the end of Gog in the desert of Jeriel. Yet to all who did receive Him, oh, <laughs> you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will bring you. I want to prophesy of somebody tonight. Take up your position. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will bring you. It doesn't matter how tough or how difficult things are. It doesn't matter how things are going. We are of a higher kingdom. We are from a higher place. We are of an eternal order. The order of God. The the way life is in us, the life, the exact life of God is in us. Therefore, we do not fight. We do not war. We do not do things according to the patterns of this world. So while the world do what they can do, while the world consult all that they can consult, we are only looking at Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who holds the answer to the world, who is the, who is the way, the only way for us to see that deliverance we are looking for. When you get to the verse 23, Verse 23. Verse, so, the, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambush against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Amorites and the Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. And what amazes me is the verse 24. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying there. Meaning that before they got to the place, they were dead. Because they praised, they sang, and they left it to God. Jesus, when you follow his method, when you follow his procedure, that is the surest way to get to the results you are looking for. Say that I am the truth. People are in search of truth. Everybody is think everybody thinks what he thinks is right. Everybody is right in his or her own sight. When you bring up an issue, people will be defending from their own point of view. Oh, I am right. You are also right. So who is right? What is the definition of right? You are in a time where people don't know the right. Now people think that truth is relative. People think that truth is subjective. But can I tell you something? There is only one truth. There is only one authentic truth. And that is Jesus. If you are looking for what is the truth of what you are going through, look at Jesus. He will give you the truth. If you are struggling, go and consult the one who knows the truth? If you are depressed, go to the one who holds the truth. He will tell you. 
If you are confused, go to the one who holds the truth and who will give you the truth. People who are carriers of truth do not walk confused. They walk with a deep conviction, a deep understanding and with confidence. People who know truth walk with confidence because they know that what they are doing is accurate. It's like you've done something. You know that one plus one is what? One plus one is what? It's two, right? That is it. So if one plus one is two, and you ask me what is one plus one, and I say two, I wouldn't be scared. Hey, I think the two is not true. I think it might be three. Or I think it might be one and a half. One plus one is two. Whether you go to heaven or down, wherever, it is true. Two. There is this truth. And that's truth that we are looking for. In the midst of these things going on, let me tell you, the, the, the television, they will tell you their side of truth. People will come from political point of view. People will come to their own emotional point of view. People will come to all kinds of views. But then there is one truth. And that is Jesus. And the last one, he said that, I am the life. I am the essence. Life means essence. I am the essence. I am the totality. In fact, I am the very reason. The essence is, I don't know how to go further, but if you really want to enter his presence, you really want to enter his peace you need jesus because he is the essence of that which you seek to get to that kingdom what i want to to summarize everything what i want to submit to you is that look to jesus look to him you know the bible says that we are in this world but we are not of this world Therefore, you suffer many things. You go through so many things. But you should know and understand and be confident and be sure of the fact that I have overcome. Therefore, anyone who knows the light, who knows the life, who knows the truth, who knows the way, is not perplexed and confused. While the world is saying all that they can say, you are just looking into the eyes of Jesus. He knows that all these things will happen. He's never, he's never amazed or he's not, never taken aback or he's never, I mean, surprised with what is happening in this world. He is the Alpha. He's the beginning. He's the end. Before you get to tomorrow, he has been there. He knows what is in tomorrow. He's never confused. So why would I want to depend on my ability to see tomorrow while there is a man who has been in tomorrow and holds the answer to my challenges? The Bible talks about two people who built. One built on a rock and one built on the sand. The Bible says that they all went through the same challenges. The wind blew. It rained. The storm arose. But the one that was built on the solid rock stood. But the one that was built on the sand collapsed. You know, what makes the difference between the two buildings? It's not how the building was built, but what the building was built on. Jesus is the rock. He is the dependable rock. He is the unchangeable God. He never changes. Jesus says, I am the way. He says, he says I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is constant. So, why would I want to follow something that changes? What I can follow something that is very constant, very sure. 
You can pre- he, you, Jesus can be predicted. You know that Jesus will do it and surely he will do it. He's a man of integrity. And his word is his integrity. In the beginning was the word. So whilst people will be looking elsewhere for solutions, why don't I rather seek to continually be in his kingdom, to enter his presence, to commune with him, to behold him? The Bible says that one thing have I sought, one thing have I seek, is to be in the presence of the Lord and to gaze on his beauty. Can you forever remain? You know, whilst Peter was walking on the sea, nothing had changed. The only thing that changed was that Peter moved his eyes or his focus from Jesus to start looking around his environment. As far as Peter was looking into the eyes of Jesus, it was the same storm. It was the same challenges going on around. But Peter was walking on the sea. But immediately Peter moved his eyes from the method, from the procedure, from the truth, from the way, from the life, from the light. He started sinking. Because whenever we move our eyes from Jesus, it means that we can do it on our own. And immediately we come into the scene. Fear sets in and you are on your way to go down. But if you lift up your head and look into the eyes of Jesus, you realize that the challenges will be there. The Bible never said when Jesus got there, the storm vanished and everything was smooth. No, they were there. In fact, when the disciples were with Jesus in the boat, there was a storm. The storms will be there. And these are all schemes, methods. These are all ways the devil is trying to bring the elite to a point for them to give up. But can I submit to you? There is Jesus. Look into Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. COVID is not the truth. Everything that is out of the ordained proper way of God through Christ is not the truth. The devil can tell you you have ulcer. You accept it and you will die. Or you go before Jesus and say that yes, though they tell me I know whom I serve and I know who I am in him. And I know that by his stripes I am healed. So because you know the one you serve and the one you depend on, and you know that you are serving a God who is a dependable God, though they will say whatever they will say, you are still at peace and you are still joyful. And the devil will be like, how? I am afflicting pains and doing all that I can. But this person still remains unshaken because that person has learned to look into the eyes of Jesus has learned to understand that the only way to survive these challenges, these problems, these sicknesses, this war and chaos, this fear, anxiety, this cancer, ulcer, bone problems, backache, waste problems, the way, only way to escape all this and take dominion over them is Jesus. Then I came to tell you about Jesus. I just decided to focus only on John 14, verse 6. And when you read John chapter 
4, John chapter 1. It says that in him was life. And the life was the light of men. When you have that life, you have light. You know, when you are in darkness, you don't know where you are. You know, we are, you know, people are in darkness. That is why they are shouting and they are screaming. I never knew there was a second variant, uh, I mean, a, a new variant discovered until I came on Sunday and I heard it. Actually, I've always been watching YouTube and watching funny clips and listening to gospel songs and other things. But I didn't know that there were other things going on. Not saying that you should not listen to the news. But what you feed into your spirit will determine how you live your life. If you fill yourself with junk, if you fill yourself with fear, you'll be the epitome and the reflection of fear. But if you continually feed yourself with the word of God, the word of God is enough. The word of God is enough. The word of God is enough for you than to focus on other things that will give you heart problem and kill you early. The fact that you are 80 years doesn't mean you are supposed to die now. The fact that you are 60 doesn't mean it's time for you to die. God still has better plans for you. Feed your spirit with the right things, the word of God. He is enough. He is enough. Because when you have life, you have light. So whilst everybody is scared, you know that you have light. So you are not, you, when you see that this is a, prob- a hurdle, you can jump. Because you can see. People without light cannot see. So they will hit and crash on many, many things. And they die early. Can we close our eyes? Just look into the eyes of Jesus right now. Right now, Jesus is, Jesus is standing beside you. He says that, look at me. I'm enough for you. I'm enough for you. Just look at him and just pour out your heart onto him. And just tell God, feel me, Jesus. Feel me. Be enough for me. Be enough for me, Jesus. That's all that he wants from you. You cannot do it. No, 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 no. There is no way you can do it. No! But then, the only way you can do it, the only truth to the way you can do it, the only way you can receive that life is in Jesus. Just talk to him. You were alone that my heart Desired and I long to worship thee. That's our last song we are singing. You were alone. Are my strength, my shield. Yes, Lord. You were alone. Make my speed. Just, just sing on to Jesus. You alone that my heart desired and I alone. Just love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your spirit, with everything in you. That was the command Jesus left with us. Because he knows what the devil is planning, what the devil is doing. You know that the only way for you to continue to remain and stay in him and to be alive, the only way you can live to make that impact you need to make so that the world can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus is for you to give him your all and not a part of you. Can you give 
Can you let go of your method? Can you let go of your process? Can you let go of your own knowledge and wisdom? And can you look into the eyes of Jesus? For by strength shall no man prevail. If you depend on your own wisdom and you trust in yourself, you surely fail. But there is a dependable God. There is Jesus who has the answer to everything. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that Lord, you've made us understand that Lord, you've given us the answer. You've given us the truth. You've given us the way. And you've given us life. And that is Jesus. Father, from tonight, we've made up our minds to look at you. For Lord, you are enough for us. You are the essence, oh God. We give our all unto you. Take us. From today, Lord, we will not be people who, are, who proclaim fear. But we will be people who proclaim hope. Because we've had an encounter with the epitome of hope. Father, I pray, I bring everybody here into your hands. If anyone is sick in any area, I command that sickness out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any growing cancer, any growing breast cancer, I speak against it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every bone problem, any bone cancer, anything not of you, Father, I speak against it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I I declare deliverance over your people. For on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. We can't enter here and go the same as we came. Any reason, anything that anyone is battling with. Father, for this cause and for your name's sake, we are liberated and we are made whole in you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. We've thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Um, if you need prayers, before then, I want to appreciate my wife. I love her so much, Dr. Abigail Bemadonko. She's my rose flower and the only wildflower in my rose flower. I want to appreciate her very much. So if you need prayers, come and let me pray with you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.